Coffee Room Conversations is brought to you in partnership with Dirt Path Publishing. What started as a small independent publishing house dedicated to publishing work for social impact now also includes coaching and editing services for writers led by a small and mighty team of former high school teachers. These folks know how to have the hard conversations writers need to have in service to producing their very best work. And they know how to have those hard conversations with love. For more information about coaching and editing services for writers, visit dirtpathpublishing.com. There is one reason I was able to teach for two decades, and one reason only, my mentors. In the mid-90s, when I started teaching, membership wasn't so much an institutional thing as a way of being thing. The elders mentored, the young ones learned, and so it went. The mentors at my school, though, were a bit different. They mentored the hell out of me and my young colleagues without a doubt, and they also learned from us. They saw our relationship as a symbiotic one and taught us to do the same. We were in this profession to serve our kids and one another. All kids were our kids, and when I say all, I mean all. They belong to us and we belong to each other. And so it went. Belonging. When I first put this season together, I focused on mentoring. In listening back to all the episodes with my sound engineer and 16-year-old son, Tommy, what we realized is that this was about mentorship, but the heart of the matter was a deep and true sense of belonging. Over the years, I was told repeatedly that this place, our place, was special, that very few schools had this kind of community, that our kids were special, that we were special, and that we owed it to one another to remember and cherish that. We lived it and taught it and involved as a community because of it. We did hard things, good things, and we did them together. I've long wondered about this recipe of belonging to one another and how to cultivate it in other places. Part of it was the district and site leadership that created this space for us to develop this culture. And there's also the fact that there was a balance in numbers among veterans and novices and all of those in between. I think the secret sauce was the ethic of care, homegrown and deeply intentional, sowed by the elders and reaped by all of us. In the fall of 1994, I had started my first year teaching at the high school from which I graduated. I was on the student end of this community of belonging and it changed the trajectory of my life. From the moment I left, I knew I'd be back to pay that debt forward. I was 22 years old when I returned and had zero business teaching kids who were the younger siblings of my high school friends. Truth be told, I had almost zero business teaching anybody. I had come in as an intern because I had no money to pay for graduate school, and I didn't know a thing about teaching. I was a terrible planner, totally disorganized, and had unchecked biases that perpetrated unchecked acts of low expectations based on racism. I could hold a room's attention but what I did with that attention was not intentional. My kids knew I loved them, but whether they walked out at the end of the year having learned something is anybody's guess. By the fall of 1995, I had earned my teaching credential only because I had a principal who believed in me and a mentor named Pamela Wilson, who would not let me suffer fools. Giving grace and accountability in equal measure, 
She was the best warm demander in existence, insisting I do better, and then showing me how. Pam and her contemporaries were a pack of women to be reckoned with. They were as fierce in their love of our kids as they were in their desire to have a good time. They sat in the front row of every staff meeting, demanding the best of our leaders and the rest of us. They also had the loudest and best collective laugh ever. People were either drawn to them or repelled by them. No matter to them, as long as you did right by our kids. At some point, they named themselves the Malbs, the middle-aged lunch bunch, because on staff development days, they'd sneak off to lunch and talk about things middle-aged women needed to talk about away from the men and the young ones. My friends Toby and I, both of us new teachers under Pam's mentorship, invited ourselves to one of these lunches one day and were so delighted by these women that we just kept coming to their table, literally and metaphorically. After a while, they deemed us the junior mobs and themselves the seniors. That fall, Pam invited all the women on our staff to go to her brother's cabin in Yosemite. This started an annual tradition that went on for over 20 years with 10 of us who found so much value in one another that we just kept coming. All of the senior mobs were among the 10. Pam, Cheryl, Mary, Barbara, and Judy. Toby and I were there too, along with three other of our young friends who joined to become part of the juniors, Sharon, Stephanie, and Glenna. This group of 10 teachers, five young in the profession and five seasoned veterans, traveled every Veterans Day weekend to Pam's brother's cabin in Yosemite, where we would spend four days circled around the table learning from one another. As the elders retired and the young ones came into their own, the learning continued, both professionally and personally. Together, we problem-solved supporting students, planned lessons, designed units, wrote school policy, opened a school, mourned the death of husbands, celebrated the birth of babies, helped each other through marital trouble, through cancer. The community we forged was as holistic as it was holy. We are teachers, which means we are learners, and with one another, we did both. Season one of Copy Room Conversations is about mentorship and belonging, and there are no better people I can talk to about those things than the Malbs, senior and junior. This season is a love letter to them, an appreciation for who they are and what they have done for those in our profession. It's also a personal love letter from me, thanking them for their invitation into their circle of learning. This invitation has long served as my life raft and my love. I had intended to have this podcast launched just after Labor Day, kicking off the school year right along with you. As someone who has a day job and a side hustle and a family, the dream of being a podcaster and a writer has a tendency to take a back seat to life's challenges. So instead, we're going live on Veterans Day weekend. To be honest, I could not have planned this better. In what would have been our 25th Veterans Day traveling to Wawona in the majestic Yosemite, I'm sending my love letter to them out into the world. In this season, we will talk to all of the Malbs save two. So I wanna take a moment to tell you about those two because they are just as important as the others you'll get to meet. Judy Rosenberg was a special ed teacher She is among the warmest and most wonderful humans I know. She was my high school class advisor, so I've known her over 36 years. She's always left me feeling better than when I walked into her room, every single time. She never truly realized what a gift she was to her students and to our colleagues, not just personally, but also professionally, which is pretty sad because she truly was and is a gift to all who know her. 
Judy was the first of the senior mobs to lose her husband. She's also the first of the senior mobs to be hit with the beginnings of dementia. While vibrant and full of love, someone I would have loved to introduce you to and have you learn from. She wasn't sure she could sustain through a whole conversation and not get confused. I don't want that for her. So I told her I loved her and that I would do my best to honor her in another way. This was not enough to truly honor her, but at least you've heard her name. And through this podcast, you'll experience part of her legacy. Barbara Wong, now Barbara Black, was an English and drama teacher. She was the drama teacher, if you listen to the podcast introduction, who changed my life in no uncertain terms by inviting me to try out for the school play. She was directing The Diary of Anne Frank that year, and somehow I landed the title role. I was a lost and lonely child who was found by one Anne Frank, thanks to one Barbara Wong. Anne gave me wisdom and hope and love. She gave me journal writing and the knowing that each of our stories matter. She gave me a group of friends and something to do every day after school. She gave me a place to grow into my confidence, my courage, to grow into myself. I would have never tried out for that play and met Anne if not for Barbara's invitation. When I came back to our school as a young teacher, Barbara walked into my classroom door the week before school started with a literal cart full of boxes full of curriculum. She knew my way wouldn't be her way, but she at least wanted to make sure I had a place to start. Again, she put me on the path that would become the most important of my life. The first time it was drama, the second time it was teaching. Barbara didn't feel like the podcast was something she could do right now, so I told her I understood, but that my only problem was that I wouldn't get the chance to tell her in front of all of the listeners how she changed my life. So I'll do it here in the season's introduction instead. You'll get to meet the other seven mobs over the next six weeks. Because they are the cornerstone of my teaching career, I wanted to share them with you in hopes that their wisdom could be something you might learn from too. Mentorship is so critical to our ability to serve. And mentorship, these women have taught me, goes from elder to junior as much as it goes from junior to elder. Just like we teach our kids, often the greatest lessons we learn are when they teach us. So for season one, I invite you to listen and learn from the mobs, my mentors, and maybe, by extension, yours too. Let their words and their spirits remind all of us that there is no such thing as other people's children and that we belong to one another. Thank you for sharing your precious time with us. My hope is it gave you some respite from your worries and some time to remember that we belong to one another and that there's no such thing as other people's children. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. These three things make a big difference in our ability to connect teachers to one another in service to each other and our kids. We also want to thank Dirt Path Publishing for partnering with us on this podcast. The mission of Dirt Path is to publish work for social good. They are proud to include copy room conversations under that banner. For more information on coaching and editing services, or if you have a book you want to publish that you know will serve the greater good, visit dirtpathpublishing.com.